Another Silver Screen Monday here on Eddie's 366 Movies and 366 Days Challenge. I want to welcome all of you. I am your host, Eddie, and I'm here to take you on a journey all the way back to 1939. That's right, the classic heydays of Hollywood when talkies were now a thing in Hollywood. That's right, no more silent films. And we've got one for you guys that is pretty good. I think so, at least. And stars a legend. That's right. We are talking about Dr. X. All right. I agree to lay off for 48 hours. But I give you my word, if you don't succeed, I'll come in here, seal every door, place everybody under technical arrest, take fingerprints, conduct a rigid inspection. I don't care if the whole world knows it. There have been six murders committed all in the same circumstances. The evidence points here. Another one! If you only knew the things that have happened. Are you worried about your father? Yes, I am. Terribly. Oh, the only thing I'm concerned about is your safety. Say, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? Nothing at all. Only all last night I lay down with a bunch of stiffs. Look, a lot of goofy guys, let a dame poke a gun in my stomach, and then I take a trick cigar from a dumb policeman. It is my theory that one of us in the past, from dire necessity, was driven to cannibalism. The memory of that act was hammered like a nail to the mind of that man. Shrewd and brilliant, he could conceal his madness from the human eye, even from himself, but he can't conceal it from the eyes of the radio sensitivity. That's right, we are talking about Dr. X, which was directed by the great Michael Curtis, who you may remember, he was the director of such classics as Casablanca, White Christmas, The Adventures of Robin Hood, and even Captain Blood. That's right, this guy's a legend, and why not? Uh, the film stars a bunch of people you may recognize, may not, maybe not. Uh, Lionel Atwell, who plays our main character, Dr. Xavier. Now, you may remember him from Captain Blood, which back in those days wasn't a very rare thing to see actors work with uh, directors they had worked with before. But he's our main character. He runs a academy of sorts for doctors. That's what it seems like. It's, it's a place where people can learn 
um, science, the medical sciences and all that kind of stuff. And even his professors, um, you know, practice their research in his facility. But the only problem is, is that there is a killer looming around and he only kills on a full moon, hence the name the Moon Knight Killer, right? And the police are suspecting that it's somebody from his academy because he's very specific in the kind of weapon he uses, and that is his scalpel that can only be found at the hospital. So the cops desperately want to shut down his academy to investigate, find the killer, so on and so forth. But Dr. Xavier is like, hey, let me figure this out. Let me conduct my own test, but no publicity, nothing. Well, unfortunately, there is a very, very, very sneaky reporter by the name of Lee Taylor, who's played by Lee Tracy, who is, uh, I'll discuss it in a little bit. I'll discuss it a little bit. But he was in such films as uh, Dinner at Eight, Bombshell, The Best Man. He is very, very sneaky. And the only person who seems to be on his level in catching him is Dr. Xavier's daughter, Joanne Xavier, played by the legendary Fay Ray. If you guys do not know who Fay Ray is, she was the original woman in the hand of King Kong. That's right. In the uh, 1933 version of King Kong. Which I have still have not seen. So this is probably the best opportunity to go and check that out. When we do another uh, Silver Screen Sunday. But yeah. I know Fay Ray that much. You know she's a legend. She was uh, Ann Darrow in King Kong 1933. So she plays his daughter. And there's a little bit of a romance thing going on there. But nonetheless... You know, the doctor brings all of his guys after it had been leaked that there was an investigation going, an internal investigation going on. He decides to move all the doctors uh, that were still at the facility to this place where he can conduct what he claims will be a investigation to try to invoke the emotions right in somebody to test to see. Who the killer actually is. And uh, very interesting. So the film also stars Preston Foster. As Dr. Wells. John Ray. Uh, as Dr. Haynes. Harry Beresford as Dr. Duke. Arthur Edmund Carraway as Dr. Rowitz. Leela Bennett as Mommy. Mammy. I think it's Mammy is her name. And then you got George Rosener. Who I, you know, swore was like a cross between like Bella Lugosi and I don't know who else. I think the guy from The Man Who the man who Laughs. Uh, he was just so creepy in this film. So, so creepy. Uh, he was in films such as I Saw My Life, The Secret of Treasure Island, so on and so forth. So, the film, uh, I gotta say, out of everybody in this movie... I got to give credit to Lee Tracy because Lee Tracy is such a classic character from those times. Very slapstick comedy mixed with like very witty comedy mixed with uh, just total body comedy, 
I mean, the guy did it all in this film. And he was definitely my MVP of this film. He kept the film going uh, because he's trying to investigate himself. But he's also kind of a scaredy cat at the same time. Um, as you'll see several occasions in the film, you know, when he's in the room with uh, all these skeletons, it's a very, very funny interaction. Even his interactions with uh, Fay Ray's character, Joanne Xavier, uh, seemed very authentic in a way. He kind of becomes uh, not a bumbling idiot, but kind of like a... Uh, you know, a guy who just sees the most beautiful woman in the world and has no idea what to say, so he just verbally spits out, you know, verbal diarrhea. And uh, they think it's cute enough because they're like, "Ah, look at this buffoon. You know what I mean? He's like, hey, I tell you, he, you see, you know? I won't tell on your daddy, you see? Just go uh, go to the beach with me. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll take a soak in the ocean. Come on. How about breakfast at 10 or 9? That's my style. Uh, yeah, so I had a lot of fun watching this. I think this was probably one of the more enjoyable ones um, out of the Silver Screen Sunday films that I've watched that I was like, you know, I actually like this. And uh, for the amount of resources they had, I want to say back in 1939, I think the killer does a, does a pretty good job you end up, spoiler alert, don't want to spoil it for you, but it's one of the doctors for sure, and it's a doctor they don't suspect. Isn't that how it always is? This guy pretends like, I mean, he doesn't pretend. He actually doesn't have an arm. Uh, one of his, He's missing a hand, actually, I should say. He's missing a hand. So it's like, oh, automatically that guy could never do it. The fuck are you talking about? He could never be, you know, the, the so-and-so person. And it just how happens. That it is him. And he does this whole thing with synthetic flesh. And it just looks like a bunch of clay and crap. That he just puts all over himself. And he creates like this mask of sorts. It was pretty good. And then uh, he did this experiment. He was killing these people basically as an experiment. You know what I mean? To try to create synthetic flesh. And uh, he succeeded. He gave himself a hand that actually kind of worked. So, can't fault the guy. But, I mean, it just looks like he's dumping uh, crap all over himself, you know, the whole entire time. I definitely loved the uh, the writing in this film. I thought it was, it was really good. Um, the whole time, you're wondering to yourself, could it be Dr. Xavier? Because, I mean, the synopsis kind of made me think that his daughter was suspecting that it could be him. Uh, but it's the total opposite when you watch the film. But I wondered, I'm like, who could it be? You know what I mean? Is it the pair? The pair yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's paraplegic, but the guy in the wheelchair? I mean, I don't know, man. You know, like, how, how does he get around unless he's fooling and he can all of a sudden stand up for once? Um, you know, or could it be any of the other guys? You know, there was a guy that spent time with cannibals and stuff like that. So, very good writing. I really enjoyed it. Um... I think the acting was, was just phenomenal all the way through. I think every person did exactly what they were supposed to do and acted exactly the way they were supposed to, um, to a T. They had their character down to a T. You know what I mean? Especially the one that played uh, Mammy, I think is her name. 
very um you can tell that she's she's a maid she's uh I don't know if she's a maid or a servant for the uh for the family for uh Dr. Xavier and Joanne but she played the underclass tones very very well um almost like an uneducated kind of thing versus the educated cuz I think that's a kind of a big battle in this too um you know the police obviously not as educated as you know as the doctors but yet the doctors want to control their own society um to kind of keep it I don't know it's 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 strange it's almost like we're keeping you out because you're not part of this society this this society of of brilliant people who um brilliant scientists and stuff so it's almost like they're trying to keep their problems eternal uh internal instead of external to the whole rest of the world so it's like let us handle our thing you know and you just do your thing and then when it's done we'll hand you over the guy basically that's what it's like uh so there's a lot of those issues going on again uh love the sets too love the sets very creepy at times laboratory real it's believable everything's believable um and you know the other reason i named lee tracy as my mvp of this film is because i think without him the film just would have collapsed right it just would have been this really boring uh sophisticated society and i think that's another thing is that lee also portrays somebody who's not quite to their level because you got to think he's ah he's a low-level journalist you know he's not part of us you know what i mean even though he could be educated as well he could have been educated to be a journalist you know what i mean but you see the class clashing you know but he's able to infiltrate it you know especially when he falls in love with uh joanne xavier so really cool uh undertones in there uh that's gonna do it for me i'm giving the film an a minus i enjoyed it um and the reason it gets an a minus is because again uh without lee tracy i I don't think this movie would have survived and he brought it he brought his a game he brought his a game and that's what brought it to an a minus so check it out it's on amazon prime uh, you might have to pay for it because I paid for it to rent. So just be able to watch it. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me. See you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.